When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm your old Carly. And I'm Nate Gardner. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Agony Rants is a show where a Eurovision winner and a comedian solve, solve your problems. Your problems. You forgot Look one. after you, help you. <laughs> they your support group, your friends. Actually... We just rant. Do you know what the there's sad- a lot of ranting? Do you know what the saddest thing in the world is? Right. Oh. Speaking of rants, here's a rant. The saddest thing. The in- saddest thing in the world at the moment is I have a brace on my bottom teeth. Right now, I mean, I'm not going to go into why I have it. It wasn't even my choice, and I didn't even know I was getting it. I just basically stepped out of the chair and had one. But look, oh, we are oh. where we are. We'll power through. I can't get a dentist to take an appointment at the moment. You have one in your bathroom. I- <laughs> I could have I could have paid the dental. I, I thought I was getting a little clip on a tooth, and I, I've got anyway. Ever break? Mm, okay, okay. The most difficult word for me to say is garrowed. <laughs> but how often do you have to say it? Very rare. <laughs> Just the, at the top of the show, and I go garrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not as difficult as it is for when Instagram put in the captions <laughs> to try and oh, guess yeah. what you're saying. I'm Garut. Garut or uh, you're all sorts of things. And it says a lot about the way I say it that it actually spells it different nearly every time. Yeah. <laughs> Neve, I've had a week. How was your week? Well, it was good. You know, I, I always get slightly uh, concerned about the anticipation of Halloween because it is Halloween today. I know, it's uh, Halloween. Halloween. I, I forgot this is going to end Halloween. Halloween. Have you got... Have you got treats in? No, I'll tell you why. Because I've been living in the same place for 14 years. And nobody's knocked. And no, never. <laughs> so, not one single person has ever knocked on my door. Yeah, but you, know, you get the treats in so you can eat them when nobody comes up. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I remember the first year, I was all excited. I had my bowl in the hall. Did you? Yeah, you know the way you'd, like your mom would have a bowl in the hall? Amazing. Yeah, and nobody with, like, Did we, you get dib dabs and, you know, and all that? Sort of no, stuff? I didn't get Proper. dib dabs. I got fun size um, buttons. Oh, yeah. Fun size packs of buttons. I got fruit. Fruit and nut, and you know, like a, you know, nuts. Oh my God, nobody. Yeah, no. I'm, I'd imagine a kid would egg your house now if you gave them fruit. Thank Christ, nobody knocked at your door. Fruit. <laughs> I remember years ago we knocked on a door, uh, of it was down the road from where we lived, mm-hmm. and there was students living there, and they took our bags in to fill them with stuff, and they took the sweets, and they put like potatoes and broccoli in them. What age were you? Oh, we were probably about maybe ten. Okay. And when I say we bricked that house. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this we this aggressive behavior. Mercy, <laughs> like we lift fires, <laughs> took out porch doors, you name it. <laughs> Toilet seats. It was, no. it was <laughs> nice culty lads thinking they were playing a trick on young Dublin kids. And uh, boy, did they pay for it. <laughs> You're probably in the witness protection program still. <laughs> but you learned a valuable lesson. They did. No, you learned. Well, we learned. Well, I mean, never give in we your bag again. We learned a very again. minor lesson. They learned a massive <laughs> life lesson. 
you know it's so funny because when my where we live there there was no other kids on the road when the kids were growing up right because it's only a few houses but obviously one one week one year uh, they decided they wanted to trick or treat because the cousins were visiting oh so because uh, normally we went out to a party or a thing it's not like I deprived my children of Halloween but it wasn't just a big deal so this year, because the cousins were coming, we felt we had to make a thing of it. But obviously, there were no other children on the road. We'd never trick-or-treated before. So I literally ran out before they came out to trick-or-treat. And I ran down the road, giving them in things to give them. <sighs> to give them, you know. Uh, so I met neighbours I didn't even know I had. But, uh, you know, basically I said, these children are going to come. Please give them this, you know, and and... Fair play to them. They were brilliant. They played a brilliant job. And some of them even gave like a few bob in their pocket. Do, uh, do you remember you used to get money? Yeah, money. Yeah. You always got money from like a rich family that were unprepared. Had <laughs> no sweet. Yeah. The 20 year old young professional. Yeah. They were the ones that would dip into the yeah, wallet out of guilt. Yeah, go. But you see, but it's cash-free be, society now. Yeah, I was just going to say you'd be really, really under pressure now because nobody has cash. Well, a lot of the kids have Revolut. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered that the hard way. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pick a cash on me, and they were like, no problem. <laughs> open, your, open your revolute there. <laughs> I, I take cards. <laughs> I remember years ago, my mom, like my mom, always used to make us great costumes. Like oh. I have to say, fair play to her. But the, the, the starting point was always a black bag. There's nothing that woman couldn't make of a black bag. Especially back in the, you know, they were more sturdy then. They were sturdy, and I remember, like, oh god, I remember one year I had dog hairs sellotape to it because I wanted to go with a dog. <laughs> you, you, know. you took hair off your dog to do that? Yeah. Well, no, just like dog hair out of the, out of the bed. I mean, out I made it bin, myself. Basically. It was, I wasn't out allowed to. <laughs> no, out of the dog bed. Okay. Yeah, the, you know, inside of the kennel there'd be was, oh. bits of tufts. <laughs> so a very small part of I was a very method child. <laughs> there was never money spent on costumes no. when I was growing up. No, no, like, no. Like, they were always like, you made it. No, no. Uh, well, listen, to be fair, Nine times out of ten, that's what happened to me because generally speaking, the boys would not tell me they want to dress up until it was time to dress up. I once sacrificed a black jumper of Jack's or there was all sorts of things. I, I basically cut things up to make them look like stuff. And, you know, luckily I, I started doing Panto about 2010. So I had like that kind of makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever buy that makeup <laughs> set that you get from? Oh, yeah. It's like all the pan sticks. And, and none the, of it yeah. feckin' works. Yeah. But anyway, so I used to have like the best makeup. So actually, weirdly, I did more makeup on my kids older because when they started going out to clubs, they wanted the face. They didn't necessarily dress up, but they would have like this facial thing. So I did zombie faces and all that sort of stuff. Never did that kind of level of makeup. And anybody who knows me knows I have done the same makeup on my face for 20, like 30 years. right? But I have this makeup from Panto. So I like the white stuff and then I draw and I just watch it on YouTube and replicate it with as best I could. That's you know, I mean, that's exceptional, Mammy. And uh, yeah, nice. but quite frankly, that's to make up for the fact that for years I, I didn't encourage them at all. <laughs> didn't bring them trick or treat, well, and I didn't do I'll any. To be honest, I think Halloween, like a lot of people, are really into Halloween, and yeah, it's, it's never been a. No. I've never been that into it. I did make a pumpkin pie one year. Did you? Because I wanted to try it. Like, and? yeah, it's about it. No, I, I, I went too far. I should have just bought it. A, you can get a tin of pumpkin that's sweetened. Oh God! I got a pumpkin. Oh, we carved a pumpkin. We carved, took out the middle of it. Messy. I stewed it. I, God Messy. almighty. And I swear to God, when I say that pie tasted like shit. <laughs> You'd high hopes. I've ne- it was like, it was essentially, it was like turnip pie. <laughs> That's what it was like. Turnip, cinnamon and cream. Don't knock it down. It was not great. Turnip pie is coming. <laughs> the way things are going. Well, apparently turnip is well, it's sweet, really, low GI. It? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so like people that are into that sort of thing. <laughs> Low GI. Yeah. Let's have a you're turnip a pie. GI diet. You're still if you're eating a pie, right? <laughs> turnip is not gonna be on. <laughs> So we did a shout out to get your Halloween stories. Down with fun, <laughs> no name, uh, says, <laughs> down with fun, what a name. I got suspended from convent school doing a Ouija board at lunchtime. You know, I feel an affinity with down with fun because obviously I got suspended from convent school, but for a very different reason. <laughs> oh yeah, you were suspended for snogging. Yeah, fornicating in the fields. Fornicating the in the fields. Yes, you know, Ouija she board. Was fornic- she was basically talking to the dead. Yeah, Ouija board. I never did a Ouija board. Did you ever do a Ouija Board. I don't not knowingly. So well, I suppose <laughs> so I suppose maybe the answer is no. Like we were like I remember being told about that when we were kids. We're like, don't ever do that. You're oh, no, o- that's like it. you're opening a gateway to You'll hell. be possessed. Yeah, you, that's exactly it. I know. You can't tell kids that now. Whereas like kids it. then, you know, I, I think American kids were a lot more open to it. We were just basically as told we go to hell. <laughs> so okay. I was terrified of a Ouija board anytime anyone would mention it. Oh. Like I remember hearing that somebody had brought one into school and I was terrified did you think like it was going to be like Carrie no I thought my mom would find out <laughs> <laughs> what happened to being afraid of your mom I know <laughs> it was a simpler time Pauline Power says in the 80s we never got sweets only nuts and apples and we were weak Weak. I don't know what she means by we were weak. Maybe they, they maybe were... she was like, we should have really stood up. Do you want to read Chasmataz's one? It goes from the bottom up. Went to Pharmaphobia a few years ago with my sisters to get us in the mood for Halloween. Don't know why we went, as we were all cowards. We screamed our way through it, and my sister was so afraid she never let go of my arm. She destroyed my black cardigan and left bruises and nail marks in my arms. <laughs> my other sister froze with fear. They found her through the CCTV, stuck to the <laughs> One of the walls, covering her ears <laughs> with her eyes shut. Needless to say, we will never go back again. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I, have you seen that pharmaphobia thing? It looks no. terrifying. No, I, I couldn't cope like, with that. I, sudden. There's I a lot of sudden. I'd say yeah, a lot of sudden. Like, I, I can't cope with sudden. <laughs> a lot of my friends have gone to it, and uh, I've ne- I've never partaken, and I never will. <laughs> oh, I love that actually. Though going with your sister's older, like that'd be a bit of a yeah, pharmaphobia. I don't know. Like, where is it? I, I think it's a meath. Oh, okay. Yeah, and people basically go and they get terrified. <laughs> yeah, clearly. For <laughs> 20 quid. You know, maybe start with something a little less. Maybe go to the waxworks or something like that. Yeah, I think you've got to work up. <laughs> like, go on a ghost train I know, in Mosny. I, yeah, well, that's fair enough. There wouldn't be as much sudden there. No. Siobhan says, we used to play a nut race. One oh. year I was dressed as Gem from Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> Don't know if you remember her. I absolutely do. <laughs> you get, that reaction tells you Truly all you need to outrageous. know. Truly outrageous. Yeah. And I got very excited about the nut race so much so that I got a nosebleed and bled <laughs> all over my lovely gem costume. Oh my God, we love you, Siobhan. Because <laughs> a nut race, did you, did you do a nut race? No, what the a hell is a nut, nut race? A nut race was basically where you put a peanut, a okay. monkey nut on the ground. Okay. And then you had to roll it with your nose. Oh, I was thinking she she got excited and her nose bled. You know the way that would have happened if you had <laughs> no. I think she smashed her face into the Is that like she scraped yeah, her? Yeah, I think she basically no. smashed her face into the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> I never played a nut race. I feel bad now. No, because you've, you've got a perfect nose though. Oh you can my always gosh! Spot the people that you can always spot the people that played the nut race. <laughs> Leads to a flatter face. Oh my gosh! If I'd known, because you know my husband's always slagging me about having a big nose. 
easy. Mm-hmm. Leave him. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listener. I am on tour at the moment with my show, Glamour Hammer. Most of the dates this side of Christmas are sold out, but we are adding a lot more right now, and I will be going everywhere. There are tickets available for Nall, Port Leash, and the Everyman in Cork, and we've added second nights in Limerick, Wexford, and Port Leash. Uh, we've loads more dates to go on sale including dates in the UK so if there is somewhere you would like me to go send me a message and let me know because I'm very flexible oh well flexible I haven't seen that yet wherever two or more people meet (laughs) I will be there to entertain you can get tickets uh, using the links on my Instagram bio or on my website so love to see you there I have it on good authority he's amazing (laughs) (laughs) Need a lot of People have been asking me how I get my physique, right? Uh, brownies? Uh, <laughs> Neve, I will leave. <laughs> no, don't leave. Don't I will leave. walk out of this studio. Don't do it. I have started my fitness journey. What, again? <laughs> this is like the third time. Neve, a journey is a journey and it takes a while, okay? okay? So I joined F45, right? Oh, right okay. um, which is a gym. Uh, it's a group of gyms in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they have branches all around Dublin. And I have to say, it's working. Oh, really? I well, don't. Hate it. I can see. I can see it's working. <laughs> he said that is very kind. I don't like honestly. I don't know where it's been all my life. It's like high intensity functional training that you do as part of a team. Oh, okay. Right? Now you know me in teams. Not for me. I <laughs> not don't know. For me. I don't know. I'm not a team player. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you do. It's actually great because everyone's working at the same time. Yeah. And the exercise that you do is adapted for all different abilities. So you don't feel the judge. Like, yeah. So yeah. nobody's judging you. Oh, that's Like, great. it's absolutely brilliant. And whether you want to achieve a specific goal or whether you just want to start training, F45 can help you. Okay. The best thing, now this is my favourite thing about the whole thing. Okay. You are in and out in 45 minutes. Oh, good. There's no like, this, today it was 55. It's like, you start at a specific time, you are walking out the door 45 minutes later and you've done a good workout. Do they do that thing, you know, five more? And no, oh. they don't. There's none of that. Oh, well, then I'm no, straight. There's no messing with your head. And they're also really positive. <laughs> oh, great. Like, I like are, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I got yeah. a high five coming out the other day. Did Thrilled you? Thrilled with myself. Oh, my Thrilled. goodness. Yeah, absolutely. High five. Do we need to do that at the end of this now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm a bro now. You're a bro. I'm a gym bro. Like, it's a really friendly place, and I always think gyms can be very adversarial. Oh, well, and of hostile. Course, Downright hostile. And I am always the worst in the group, and I don't feel terrible about it. Same. Yeah, they're absolutely lovely. So don't waste any more time. Get started today at 45. Neve, we are pausing for a moment to remind our lovely listeners that we are a part of the Headstuff Plus. Are you ex- excited that I was able to say that? You're so enthusiastic. I know I am. If you enjoy the show, you can sign up to support us. And in return for that, you will get access to a bonus feed. Oh, yeah. Which contains ad-free versions of the show and you can enjoy the bonus content from all of the shows across the network including Spice Bags which is returning for a new season Uh, Spice Bags is hosted by May, Dee and Blanca and they take you on a culinary trip they have episodes on all types of cuisine and the culinary world and they are all absolutely brilliant I actually really love this show they've also won a rake of awards Yeah, which Uh, I'm very jealous of stop with the awards conversation we're not going there we're not going there Right, um, but, and, but you know, anything food related is definitely going to be up our street. Oh, it's pretty brilliant. Up uh, our strasse, as they exactly. say. Exactly. <laughs> so have a little listen to Spice Bags. They are returning soon. 
the award-winning Spice Bags podcast is back with season four. You can expect the same mix of staple chats with me, Dee Laffin, Blanca Valencia, and Mei Chin, and deep dives into countries' cuisines, conversations with people from the international community of food in Ireland. Look forward to listening to episodes about shopping, about cakes, Argentina, Nigeria, plus an episode to celebrate the launch of our cookbook, Blast Books Soup. So tune in to us wherever you access your podcasts or headstuffpodcast.com. We have a follow-up from Philip. <gasps> wow, okay, I love a follow-up. said, I was listening to your episode on money this week and I wanted to share my view of going out to buy coffee as opposed to stopping it to save money. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he's having a go at you, Neve. Uh, this sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, strap in. My local coffee shop is about a mile away from home. I go there every weekday for a coffee before I start work. Mm-hmm. And he says, in brackets, I work from home. It gets me out of the house. It gives me some exercise, provides me with caffeine and gives me a little bit of routine. A coffee at this coffee shop costs two sixty. That makes about £52 per month, depending on my mood and whether I can resist the pastries. <laughs> now I could go to the gym which is at least £42 a month membership but let's be honest I'd go for a couple of weeks hate it and not go back while still paying for the membership mm-hmm. I also find it difficult to get out of the house without a reason and the gym is not a reason <laughs> so in reality going for coffee is healthy so do not let the naysayers tell you to stop buying coffee! Are exclamation t- mark. He means me. He means you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, if I walk an extra hundred yards to go to Greg's for coffee, <laughs> which isn't bad, no judgment. <laughs> Always in a coffee field rage here now. A coffee is only 160, saving even more and adding more steps. Thanks for the show. I enjoy it so much. When is Garo being Glamour Hammer to England? That's from Philip. I notice he doesn't ask when I'm coming to England. You no, know, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't want to meet his mommy, Philip. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Philip, you're right. £624 a year on coffee. If that's your main hobby, I say go for it, right? But I'm going to tell you now. The whole point is... <laughs> on the soapbox again I now. Feel, you I feel poked you, the bear. I feel you've missed the point here, Philip. I love the fact that it gets you out. A mile is a good walk. I think if we've got anything from this letter, <laughs> I will say, if you haven't been to a Greg's. Oh, you like a Greg's? What a revelation. I love a Greg's. Is it down here yet? No, it's not. They don't have it here. They have it in Belfast. You it's can come and visit so us. It's so good. It's in so, the apple the, greens the, up there. The, is it the sausage beans and sausage, sausage beans and cheese pasty? There's something <gasps> wrong with you. My God. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. No, not for me. Really? Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> um, Philip, yes. And since you ask, I am bringing Glamour Hammer to England. I am doing, there'll be a London show. It'll probably be on sale by the time this goes. Oh, comes out. that's exciting. Exciting. And I'm also doing shows in Newcastle, uh, Glasgow. Think Edinburgh. All the places Eurovision is not. And yeah, <laughs> you do in Liverpool. And maybe Edinburgh. Manchester. Liverpool. No, I don't think I'm doing. I don't think I'm doing. I might be. Oh. I mean, they'll be adding more to it. Yeah. But there's four or five going on. Amazing. So yeah, Philip. So see you there, Listen, Philip. Make sure and make yourself known to po- to Garoda afterwards. Yeah, meet you in a Greg's. Yeah, Greg's sausage beans and cheese coffee. pasty for cheap coffee. Cheap coffee. <laughs> on me. And the extra hundred yards. On me. One sixty. <laughs> 160. <laughs> Philip, I admire no I admire what you're saying there. 
and I will say this, right, in all seriousness, it's about prioritizing what's important. I never say give up coffee completely if it's your thing, but, <laughs> it's, a, but it's a lot of money. Okay, so we've got a problem. We've got a problem. Dear Neve and Garode, I have been listening since week one. Welcome. Actually, I think this is our anniversary. Oh. Yeah, it'll be our anniversary. It, today, the day we're recording, is our anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. We are a year old. Wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. We launched on the 18th of October last year. Wow. Aw. Aw, Garode. Those bastards wouldn't even get us a donut. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to go out after this now and go and have war. <laughs> It's an anniversary. We're like strictly pretending it's Halloween on the, on the 18th of October, aren't we? <laughs> we have to forward sell. I know, no, it's, I know. it's the industry. True. It's the That's industry. True. We're pre-recording. Okay, so. Uh, dear Neve and Garot, I'm an OG listener. I've been listening since week one when I heard you on the Ray Darcy show. Love it. Loving the show. My problem is one I know you will enjoy because it is one that you both don't agree on. <gasps> Holiday activities. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God, we do not agree on those. <laughs> Myself and my boyfriend isolated together for the pandemic. And almost every day we spoke about this big adventure holiday that we were going to plan. The idea was that we would do it this summer and we decided to push it out to next summer to save more money so we can really go big. Mm. We spoke about how we, we would go to Australia, scuba diving, bungee jumping, etc. Then we would travel back through Asia and we would spend about six months doing it. Amazing. That does sound fab. Mm. And before you ask, no, I'm not having second thoughts about him. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big however coming. <laughs> the th- however, the thoughts of slumming it for six months, hostels and bungee jumps, dot, 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 it just feels like a lot. <laughs> I... I'm on the same page, Kaz. <laughs> Kaz. I don't want to disappoint him, but I want to enjoy it. Okay. What do you think I should do? Kaz. Kaz, I... <laughs> Every holiday I've ever been on has been this problem. It's just... You're like me. You want a holiday to be a holiday. Yeah, okay. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you, you falsely advertised your interest in it, guys. You see, it was grand see, in lockdown when you weren't done. allowed to even go down the road. You've hit the nail on the head. What she's done is, he's been all excited and they've been having a lovely time together and we'll do this. And you were like, yes, of course, love. Oh, it sounds fantastic. It's so exciting. Look at you. You're all muscly and we're all in love and it's great. Yeah, let's jump off something in a few years' time. Okay. And a few years' time is fine. And as now long it's as it come. stays. It stays a few years' yeah. time. Oh my God, you guys. See, what happens with me in that situation, right? Okay. Is I am with a planner. Right. Okay. So my boyfriend will plan. Mm-hmm. He will he will put the spreadsheet together mm-hmm. and I'll go off you go. Because that's part of it for him. He of loves course. he loves planning. He loves doing all of that stuff. And and Lo- <laughs> a bit of administration. <laughs> he loves it. Ring up to change the water to get a better deal on the broadband. That's his vibe. Loves it. Amazing. And Boy, do I leave him to it. <laughs> Can I borrow him for a while? I'm in charge of the, like, I'm in charge of the electricity. I've had the same electricity provided for 14 years. And I realised that that is, in this day and age, absolutely ridiculous. It's literally throwing money in the fire. <laughs> but there you go. to me not to make a phone call. <laughs> anyway. So he plans. Okay. And then we go. And I go, I'm I don't not do any of that. <laughs> 
Let's see at the airport. So your gift, <laughs> your gift is you let him plan. You think that that's enough to make him happy. No. And then once you get no. there, and once you get there, you do nothing. I just disengage. <laughs> not, not, not that I disengage, but I'm just like. Do you do any of it? I do some. Okay. But like he, he'll say, like, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're at that stage where he knows. He'll just go, I'm going to go off up a mountain to see a statue. I'm like, you knock yourself out. Have a lovely time. I'm going to read four chapters and set myself a manager. <laughs> Tell me how that but goes. You have the very best time. Send me a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. WhatsApp me all your joy. I look forward to it. Um, and the problem is, right, here's the problem. Because then sometimes when we go somewhere and I want to do things, he's kind of planned what we're doing. Yeah. And I haven't planned. And they'll say, oh, do you know what? I want to do this. But it's kind of not in the plan. So, so what happens then? Uh, well, it's my fault. Like, it's it's absolutely my fault because what has happened is he has planned the sort of holiday he wanted. Yeah. And I've said, whatever, I've disengaged, okay. left it all up to him. Okay. So then I can't come back and be annoyed. No, you can't. Because I wasn't involved in the planning stages. And yeah. I think that's what's happened here. You have left him to it. <laughs> what are we going to do? Jump off a building? We're going to abseil? Oh, yeah, book it, book it. Yeah, fantastic. Once I don't have to do anything. Okay, now... And if you do that, you have to suck it you up. You end up with the sort of holiday <laughs> that he wants. Where that he wants because he's done the planning, and you end up having to do what he's done because you've completely <laughs> taken yourself out of the planning pro- process. Okay. And I know because I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and how many years is this going on? Ah, long, long time. Okay. I mean, like I will find myself walking up the steps of buildings and just going, "Why am I this, here? here? Why you're here because you just." Because you love you him. You didn't sit at home and Google. <laughs> yeah, whereas he will go, yeah, look, you know, look, we here's a way that we can, you know, see the city without doing the expensive bus tour. We can take this bus route and do and it's like, fantastic, yeah. <laughs> Pay the money. <laughs> go on, do it. <laughs> Pay the money and let somebody tell me what I need to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whereas I'm just, I'm not a box ticker. You're not a box ticker. No. Yeah. Like if I go to a place and people say, you should go and see this, I'm like, well. Okay. If I yes. happen to be passing, I'll drop in. But I'm <laughs> okay. Have you been to New York? Yes. All right. Have you done the box ticket there? What have I done in New York? I did the Empire State Building. You went up the Empire State. Building. Yeah. Okay. And I went out in a boat, which I didn't see the point of. Now, to be honest, I went to out see the Statue, to see of the Statue of Liberty, and I was like, well, it looks exactly the same from. <laughs> I've done that from where we were two hours ago. I mean, <laughs> I, I I've been to New York so many times initially because I was working there. And I didn't do any of that. I mean, obviously, the Empire State. But actually, I didn't really do the looking around until I went with my kids. Ah. And then I booked all the things that oh, were right. proper, you know. And then they literally looked at their phones the whole time. So I was really glad I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, actually, it was worth doing. I, But, you know, I would be different. I would want to do the stuff. Not the bungee jumping, to be fair. No. So I here's my take on it, Ken. Go on. Right? You have a year. Okay, you've pushed it away to the, the other next summer to get more money. You okay. need to get in that planning stage. You need to be making conversation about for every two hostels, I want a nice night. Now right? So talking. it's okay now to stay talking. in hostels for a wee bit, but you gotta have someone very lovely to be looking forward to. You know, and then yeah. so yeah, the holiday should reflect both of you. You, you will, will absolutely love it. have a ball, and you'll but... adjust. I mean, you're living on what you're what you're used to now. When you go and you have a backpack on your back, trust me, you'll adjust very quickly, yeah, exactly. and you'll be thinking, "Thank God." But 
absolutely put in an odd luxury space a couple of days in a nice place where you're just going to chill you know let a Thai woman beat the bejesus out of you whatever it is yeah. you know you know those kind of things you need to factor them in and make it part of the overall plan and yeah. I, I think he'll probably be up for that and it's your holiday too yeah. make sure you enjoy it you will but and a little tip don't ride him in a hostel oh god no oh that's a tip but six months don't six months without don't riding in a hostel don't do it in a hostel six months without riding if he wants it it's a nice hotel yeah there we go let's see him do a bungee jump with blue balls <laughs> I feel we went down a whole other treasure leg here. <laughs> we went too far. There. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> not the most comfortable thing I would have thought, especially with the harness. No, exactly. <laughs> the harness. No, you stand your ground, Kaz. You need to get what you want on this holiday. <laughs> and so does he. Yeah, it's all a negotiation. Kaz, you know. I, we we are really interested and I, I suspect we're going to get lots of updates. And let, let's know how the planning goes, right? Tell us what you've got. Tell us what your wins are because we need to know what your wins are. Oh, you know, yeah. 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 Let's oh, see how definitely. this situation changes by Christmas, right? And if you go to Australia, do me a favour, right? If you're going to Sydney, go into the opera house and just do a la-la-la-la. Sing in your eyes. Oh, God, yeah. In your eyes in the opera house. Yeah. If I ever go to the opera house, I'm going to play in your eyes. Will you? Yeah. No, ring me and I'll sing it. Listen, oh, better yet, let's why tour it together. To, why yeah, let's go to Australia. I keep waiting for people to play me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hoping somebody's going to say, well, let's get Neve over to Australia are in the Eurovision oh, now. No, surely. Surely they want us to go. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there and you're in Australia. And you're if looking, you're listening in Australia. I want to come and gig there. She's a legend. I am. We have a bit of a strong Irish expat community out there. Oh, have we? Let's start advertising agony rants to them. Oh, yeah, let's go. Go for that. Yeah. That's Definitely. what we'll do. And okay. then you'll go out, you do in your eyes. And then, Kaz, we could be there at the same time. And then your husband, or your boyfriend, sorry, could probably go and... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wants us. No. I, don't, I don't think that's the sort of support she's after. No. I don't think she wants us in on the ground. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. All right, Kaz. <laughs> Look, yeah, keep us posted how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just make sure that you're in on the plan. Oh, yeah, Because totally. if you're not in... You can't win. Yeah. Don't be surprised if it gets away from you if you're not in on the planning stages. Okay. okay. And uh, that's speaking as somebody who has <laughs> rarely been, been in on victim the planning to that. I suspect, and, I suspect your partner got more of a victim than almost, that. He I, has know gray, I mean, he has great holidays. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I went on them. <laughs> you, but you never had FOMO. <laughs> Do you know what, Neil? After he's done something? One thing I don't have is FOMO. Really? It doesn't exist, right? <laughs> You I've never do understood do. FOMO. Have you not? No. Why not? Because the idea of that you're afraid because you're missing out, it means that you... <laughs> like, I've never wanted to do something. Ever? No, I just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm more than happy to sit at home. <laughs> I'm very sedentary. Me arse, you are. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a hedgehog in winter. I, I know. <laughs> but we have another problem. We have another problem. Oh, it says. I, I say that because it's got two exclamation marks. <laughs> I feel I should make that effort. Hello. Um, firstly, I want to say I saw Garode in Liberty Hall and it was amazing. Thanks so much. One of my friends dragged me. <laughs> now I'm a, <laughs> and now I'm a crazy wow. stalker fan. No. <laughs> Started with a compliment and you followed with a slap in the face. I know, but that's quite a trajectory, isn't it? To go from I had to be dragged along yeah. to a crazy stalker fan. It's nice that I was able to win over somebody that was so clearly so objectionable <laughs> at the start. 
Uh, I love the show and absolutely love Neve. Thank you very much. Now, Amanda, we're with you all the way. Our best Eurovision entries ever, both of them. All right. Definitely in the club now because you know both of them. Myself and my boyfriend have recently moved into our first place. We spent the summer getting our front and back garden in order and they look really great. It's a new estate and the gardens aren't blocked off yet, which is fine. But the problem is our neighbor has a dog. Okay, I know what's coming here. It is a little thing that it is mostly quite cute, except it leaves little presents behind. (laughs) When I say little, I mean massive. For a small dog, he can really crank it out. (laughs) Some of them are the same size as he is. Wow. Are you sure there's just one dog? I'm sorry, we don't need two (laughs) sentences describing turds read by a Eurovision winner. I know. I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to start off on the wrong foot with my new neighbor. But at the same time, we are both sick of cleaning up after him. What do you think? Cheers, Amanda. Build a wall. (laughs) No. Build a wall. Yeah, but you can't. Thank you and good advice. I know. Okay. (laughs) That's short from you. Okay. So I have a different take, Amanda, because... Go on. All right. The wall is good. Right, The fence is good. You know, definitely that's coming. But obviously, imminently, you need to deal with the situation. And if you allow this to continue, you're going to not get on with your neighbours regardless because you're just going to be cross about it. Right. So here's the thing. I am a dog owner. I have been, you know, and it is my pet hate that dog owners do not clean up after their dogs. It's one of my absolute red rag to the bull. Now, occasionally a dog can get out and sometimes you miss it. That's fair enough. That can happen. However, you should know where your dog is crapping. If you don't, if that person does not know that that dog is crapping all (laughs) over that garden, then there's something very wrong with the world. You need to be talking to that neighbour and saying, lovely to me. Have you met the neighbour? You must have met the neighbour by now. Right? You must have. Right. So you've got to be going and saying, hello, neighbor. Nice to meet you. Can you please sort your dog out for crapping all over? Because we he's very cute. Love him. Can't be crapping all over my garden. And if that fails, you get bags or a shovel and you put it over on their land. That's it. it Move it into their garden? Yes. It's their shit. Neve. The dirty tricks. No, it's nothing dirty tricks. If they don't do, if they don't take care about where the dog is crapping, if they're not watching where their dog is crapping. Oh, you're on a soapbox. I am. I I am because actually, you know. I feel like we're two sentences away from her saying throw them at our window. No, no, no. (laughs) Here's the problem with Amanda's problem. Okay. She's living in a state where the neighbours, there's clearly no, no walls. Yeah. And the neighbours okay with letting their dog run around. Yeah, no, that's wrong. That's wrong, and see, that's the first place we need so to start with that. So that makes me think that she that the neighbours don't really care that much. So she might have a bit of a fight on her hands. She might. Having said that, it's perfectly legitimate for her to say to her neighbour, yeah. you know, um, listen, you know, it's not the first thing you say, but what you do is you go, and if, if you've already met them, then you say how lovely the dog is, but unfortunately it seems to be pooing in our garden. Okay. You know, do you, ha- you need to... Do, is it okay if you deal with that? Because, you know, I am I don't own a dog and I'm not, I didn't sign up to pick up dog shit. But, you know, that sounds aggressive. What I'm saying is maybe they're not aware of it. Maybe not. You have to give them the benefit of the doubt to start. But quite frankly, you know, it, you don't have to deal with that. You shouldn't yeah. have to deal with that. I'm sorry. but The other is, thing you could do as well, like, I mean, obviously say I'm it to on them. My I, I agree. Yeah. Say it to them. Yeah. I, th- I think that's good. I think nicely. that's good advice. Nicely. Yes, nicely mm. and as nicely as you can. But then... If you're if you're worried if you're worried that they might you know wage a war then maybe just leave it at that 
you know, and just say discreetly, it once. you know, and then put up the fence, as you said. Yeah, I would say get a fence up. And I would say, don't even do this thing of like, well, then we need to get a fence and I need half the money for a fence. And it's like, oh, no. do you know what to do? Put Whatever it takes. Pay for, pay for a fence. And you only have to put one. You can do the other side another time. Yeah, but dogs, you know, if they're free roaming, they can go anywhere they want. Yeah, I mean, if, like, I mean, if, the, <laughs> like, me. like, if they're out If you the put street, a fence out of like the back. It, but it, if this is a small dog. Yeah, they'll take it. It's considered effort. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. get get just get the first one done. And then try and move on from it. Yeah. Like, I, I think that if you're new in an estate, like, the last thing you need is problems with your neighbours. No, no, definitely. Like, I totally get that. A, I totally, I, I agree with that. But at the but same even, time. Even, like, a neighbour that you're just, like, Oh, she's gone out in her garden now. I'll just hold on for a second. Even that's just it's horrible because you're mm. like, you feel it's just a horrible thing to have, particularly at the start. Yeah. Because I always think if you fall out with your neighbor at the start, I think you can make friends with them at any time. But if you fall out at the start, it's nearly impossible. It's nearly impossible to do with that. But I mean, this doesn't have to be a fallout thing, right? It doesn't. You can just mention, I had to pick up a few poos. Is there any chance you can sort that out? You know, and yeah, yeah. I, I know it's difficult to control it when they're. You know, because the fences are not there. What could come out of that situation uh-huh. is they could say, "Well, will you just text us every time there's a like there's something there to be picked up?" And I, I would say that that could be what will happen because it's the easiest thing for them to do is say, "Okay, well, yeah, just let us know if there's something that needs to be picked up." And then you're like, "I've got to knock in every time." Like, just be aware that they could do that, and that's not a solution at all. Because no, that's then, not a solution because then you're going to be annoying them. You're going to be annoyed no. that you have to keep annoying. Yeah, them. no, no. If it, no. Go, if it comes to that, then you get the fence. Just that's get it. the fence and and just mark it in. Just be polite there. That's it. Yeah, and it's a new estate. There's going to be more people in there, so you're going to have yeah, um, yeah, as they say. Good fences make good neighbours. Absolutely right. Now. So get one. Get a fence. Listen, good luck with this. Good luck with it. I think you should go with your gut. I think you're probably better equipped. But definitely have a conversation. It's okay. As a dog owner, you need to be able to. Build a wall. Yeah, and then build a fence. (laughs) Come on. Come on, man. We know this. You any good at building walls? No, 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 no. One of my friends built. <laughs> one of my friends built a wall a while ago, and didn't like got the ratio wrong. The whole thing fell down. Uh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It was like he, he basically glued something together without using glue. <laughs> That's essentially what he did. Wow. Yeah. It's like putting up wallpaper with water. I have to say, I laughed <laughs> <laughs> right in his face when he told me. Absolutely delighted. Well, are you going home now to eat all the treats? I am, yeah. You going to dress up? Rest of the day off. For Halloween? Mm. No! Absolutely, I present, <laughs> pretend it's not happening. Lock the door, turn the lights off. It's been fabulous to talk to you. Oh, you too. Kaz, Amanda, we hope it works out well. Don't yeah. forget to send us a follow-up. And Philip, listen, you know, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> An apology. <laughs> I, know. I love it. I'm God, sorry, what but What a quite climb frankly, down. Uh, gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We yes. would love to hear from you. Problems, topics, anything you want. And we will chat to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Head Stuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 